0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to weekday devotion. This is Pastor Daniel, and today we'll be continuing in First Timothy chapter two, uh, as we've been going through verses eight through fifteen this week. Really, you know, really controversial and difficult passage, uh, but we are just treating it one verse at a time. So today we're going to be looking at verse ten. So we started yesterday, beginning looking at Paul's instructions to the women, and yesterday was kind of a what not to do. Today we're going to look at kind of what. To do, and that is verse 10. So, verse 10 says this: But with what is proper for women who profess godliness with good works? So yesterday we kind of unpacked the cultural isms that dealt with the Greek goddess of Artemis and Diana as the, the patron deity of the city of Ephesus and how women aspired to be like her and that drove them to wear you know more provocative and, and more expensive clothes and wear a lot of extra jewelry and have these you know pretty outrageous hairstyles and we talked about yesterday how it was the reason Paul's addressing that is because these women were really kind of committing idolatry. They were aspiring to be more like Artemis and Diana, which is one and the same. Then they were like Jesus. Well, today we see the positive to be like Jesus. And so here Paul says, do what is proper for women who profess godliness. In other words, if you say that you've trusted in Christ, if you profess that, then let your outward demonstration of that be you know have integrity be the same demonstrate that that let your how you live demonstrate who you know and whose you are which of course is Jesus and how do you do that well his answer is very simple with good works what are these good works that that godly women do what are the good works that any of us do you know in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 Paul, after saying in verse eight, and nine, first by grace, you've been saved through faith. This is not of yourselves. It's a gift from God, not by works so that no one can boast. So it's not our works that save us. But then in verse 10, he says, for we are his workmanship or his, the Greek word there is poema or his poetry. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared for us before time began. So what are these good works that we as believers, those of us who profess to be Christians, we profess godliness, what are the good works we're to be doing? Well, we're to believe in right doctrine, but we're also to be doing the works of a born again follower of Jesus, like repenting, forgiving, being ministers of reconciliation, making disciples of all nations, being slow to to anger, slow to speak, quick to listen, we're to be loving, kind, the fruit of the spirit is to be manifesting in our life. Galatians five, twenty two, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self control. These are the manifestations of godliness, the manifestations of spirit filled living. You know, we have in this in the in the life of the church, the life of the believer, the Holy Spirit fills us with himself. And he gives us gifts, and the gifts reveal our ministry. So, you know, gifts of teaching, leadership, administration, the gifts of um, you know, you know ministry helps. There's a lot of spiritual gifts listed through scripture. The gifts show our ministry, the fruit of the spirit mentioned in Galatians 5 22. It shows our maturity in the Spirit, our maturity in Christ. How much is Jesus making a difference in our life? And so, as a follower of Jesus, the good works are going to be the manifestations of the reality of the Holy Spirit live within us. So, how are you doing with that today? How are you loving others you know, and a lot of us will automatically think of ourselves that oh, I'm a pretty loving person. But you know, if you go to First Corinthians thirteen, we kind of get the definition, God's definition of that kind of love. And you know, this is a, a popular passage, it's read in many, many weddings, but it says this about love. It says love is patient, love is kind, does not envy or boast, it is not arrogant or rude, does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. This love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. And of course, the Greek word for love here is agape, which is that unconditional love, the same love that God has for us. That's the love we're to show. So if we are doing the good works, the good works is love, first and foremost. I mean, when Jesus was asked, what's the greatest commandment? He answered, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, seconds like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. And elsewhere, Jesus said, "You even love your enemies. So that works of love are, are a great aspect of these good works. The works of joy, the works of making peace. Um, so all these fruit of the Spirit are the manifestations of, of the good works of someone who professes godliness. So how are you doing in that? Just just camp out on love right now. Just for your devotional thought today, be a loving person today. Love others with the love of Jesus. Be patient. If you are being impatient with someone in that moment, you are not loving them. Love is kind. If you are being unkind to someone in that moment, you are not loving them. If you're rude, to a waitress, rude to someone driving down the interstate. If you're rude to uh, an attendant at uh, at the store, if you're rude to a customer, if you're rude to your boss, if you're rude to a fellow employee, in that moment you are not loving them, and that is not a manifestation of the fruit of the spirit. That is not good works. Of one professing godliness. So let's strive today to live spirit-filled, to do the good works of someone who professes godliness. I pray you walk tightly with Jesus today. I'll talk to you tomorrow.